Welcome to another episode of The Doctor and the Dork, guys. Thank you for joining us for episode eight here. This is Frank checking in with Olivia. Hi, everyone. And uh, I think Olivia is once again going to take it off for us this week <laughs> and uh, tell us about how her week slash weekend uh, went. So, all right, let's get this kicked off, guys. All right, here we go. Prepare for takeoff. <laughs> so uh, this weekend I went home to Syracuse visited my fam it's about to be birthday week for all of you listening feel free to wish me a happy birthday on wednesday and frankie (laughs) happy birthday on friday he loves celebrating his birthday nice humble brag right there shameless block right there jesus anyways (laughs) (laughs) well home to see my family for an early birthday celebration had a pretty good time had some homemade chocolate cake from mama costa so that was appreciated very delicious um, and went to the beach again on Saturday. I'm living the summer dream. What beach did you go to? So we went to Southwick Beach, it's called. It's on Lake Ontario. and um, Southwick? Yeah. Right. I love it there. Um, we went there all the time when I was a kid, um, so it's nice to go now. But the water, much to my surprise, was so clear. Usually that lake water gets all like that nasty algae all up in it. Um, but it was so clear, and there were so many sandbars. So you could like swim way out, and then you'd be back up to your ankles. So like, that was fun. My little brother, Sully, went. He had a blast. He had his tube. He was riding the little waves. He thought he was living the dream um, he also made another little friend who was also five years old so they played together which was the ideal situation but uh yeah that sounds like a pretty awesome weekend it was pretty fun um didn't wear enough sunblock thought we had packed some more <laughs> for the beach we did not so the only sunblock i got over our six Those... hours was the block that i put on before we left the house that, that pale skin problems yes yeah so... i feel you that it's, wasn't any good. It's, it's I was, rough. I was hiding in Sully's little mini mini tent, half tent situation <laughs> he had. So that was good. And then Sunday came back to Connecticut and I went on a little hike. Um, it's called, it was on the Salmon River in like East Hampton slash Colchester area. Okay. It was actually so pretty. So there's like a river the whole way, but there's also like a big hill you can go up. I guess I don't, a big hill is probably a bit of an exaggeration, but there's an incline that you can go up. Um, and we probably, we probably hiked like a mile up, a mile back, and then we sat next to the river for some time. And just listening to the water, one of those like beautiful blue herrings was flying all about and hanging out. So those are like... There's not enough of those things. They don't I have swear. those in New York. I never see them. I only see them in Connecticut. I absolutely love... Cause we've seen a few of them Yeah. on our... And I don't know, I think that's the staple of a good hike when you see like mm-hmm. a, I, I wouldn't say they're in, I don't believe they're endangered. We should probably look that up, but <laughs> I certainly don't see a lot of them. Yeah. Not yeah. like I do other birds. And it's always so nice. Cause remember we were out eating uh, dinner one time. We had a date night Yeah. and uh, yeah. we saw that blue herring out on the water yeah. right next to, yeah, next to those giant koi fish yeah. that were eating all our food. Yeah. Um, so I think that was the third one I've seen this summer, which is pretty surprising. But, um, yeah, that was about all my weekend. Nothing too exciting. Just some time with the fam and came back to Connecticut. Is your weekend any any more riveting? Um, let's hear. My weekend kind of started off with my Friday. And uh, big shout out to uh, Matt, AJ, Sean, and Tyler. Uh, Deirdre, too. She was there, though she was passed out on the couch. <laughs> so, um, but, so I had everybody over, and we had a game night where we decided we were going to nerd out real hard and we threw on the director's cut of 
Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Of course. Um, so we had that blaring in the background, coupled with the fact that uh, we were playing this board game called The War of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who, like, casually play board games and you're thinking, oh, it's like Monopoly, wrong. This game was through the roof. Like, I could not believe. We, we spent an hour watching videos on how to play this game to get into it. To only have to delegate our friend Tyler as the rule master to sit there and hash out whether we knew what we were doing or not. So was and the setup a long time or was it oh just understanding God. The all the rules? The setup took easily 20 minutes. Wow. Like there were so many pieces, so many rules. Whose I mean, game was it? Did one of you it's buy my buddy it Matt's or? game. Okay. He's had it for like four or five years and has never <laughs> played it. All right. It's just such a huge setup and it's only made for four people. Though, truthfully, I think you could play it with, like, six to eight and just buddy people up because there's yeah. so much going on. I, I mean, the is light side... Is it, like, side... D&D or, like, what game is it reminiscent of? Oh, Anything? God, I've never played a board game like this. Okay. So this was entirely new to me. So we played The War of the Ring, and that was, for all intents and purposes, a colossal failure on our part. It went well, thanks to Tyler, uh probably being the only one who paid attention to the videos (laughs) and being willing to read the rules um but we had a blast anyway we had lord of the rings blasting in the background you know we're over here playing lord of the rings games we were all having some beers we had the hookah going Mm. so that was a good time um roll into my saturday ah god Saturday, I have to say, was pretty bland. So I was telling Olivia here, I had an awkward scenario in the park. Oh, yeah. And this goes out to all the listeners. I want your guys' opinion on this. So I'm in my hammock in Washington Park in Meriden, Connecticut. I'm just hanging out, minding my own business, reading a book. It was particularly hot. It was like 95, 96 out, real sunny. Um, So I'm in the shade just reading a book. There's no one in the park. This little kid comes along, and I say little, he's middle school age. I mean, 11, 12, somewhere in there, I'd say. Um, And he was hanging out on the swings. He was playing on his phone. And then I see him standing around, you know, clicking his feet together. Like, he looked like he was talking himself up to do something. And every once in a while, he'd look over at me. And... I just I didn't think anything of it. I'm just reading my book, minding my own business. Yeah, to come fight you. And yeah, I thought I was gonna attack my <laughs> little twelve year old, you know. But no, no, no. So he eventually he comes over and I ask him what's up, and all he has to say is, "Hey, do you have Pokemon Go? Because I need help with a uh, with a, a gym battle over here." As so happens, I did have Pokemon Go, so I I helped him out, and then I quickly like distanced myself from him because there were no adults there. And I say adults because I, I suppose <laughs> I am one myself. But, uh, you know, there was no one else there. You won the, the Pokemon gym and, fight, though, right? Yeah, so okay. we helped him win the... Or I helped him win the Pokemon gym fight. Not that this kid really needed my help. He trashed this thing. Like, I was <laughs> like, why did you even ask me? Like, you just soloed the thing. But anyway... Um, and then he like kept trying to hang out. And he was telling me his, his little sister didn't want to come out because it was too hot out. And... You could tell, I could just tell he was feeling real let down that there were no other kids his age to hang out with. And I felt bad. So I kind of just, you know, I played the Pokemon Go game with him, but then I kind of, I had to send him on his way. Do you think he he thought that you were maybe his age? I think so. I think he probably, (laughs) I was shaved at the time. So I'm willing to bet he probably thought I was 12 (laughs) because that's what I look like, you know? 
So I uh, had the baby face going on. But yeah, I just felt so bad. I had to send this kid away. And he was like so down and out. And he was like, all right. And then he like went back to the swings playing his Pokemon Go. But I was just like, that's got to suck being that little kid. But my question to listeners is, would you have done the same thing? Or would you have been like, kid, get the hell away from me. Like, no way I'm hanging out with an 11-year-old kid alone in a park. Especially when I don't know him. No, I think, I think that's fine. I think you can do that. So, I don't know. I was just so iffy about it. And If you're uh, an 11-year-old kid <laughs> listening to the show, you probably shouldn't go and talk to random ham- strangers in hammocks. But Frankie yeah. encourages that, so... No, I, well, I don't encourage it. <laughs> but I'm also like... I, Oh, man. I just, I didn't know what to do. And I didn't want to be mean because I felt for him. I was like, he's in the park. He's all down and out. His siblings won't hang out with him. He's got no friends out right now. And it was a beautiful day. I'm like, I remember when I was a kid, I was either reading a book, playing video games, or on my bicycle. And on a day like that, for sure, my parents who were going to listen to this uh, (laughs) would have kicked me out the door and been like, go play. Yeah. And I'd have been gone all day. Mm -hmm. And, uh... But yeah, so other than that, that was my Saturday. It was very boring. Um, Sunday rolls around, and I went out to our buddy Matt Dovis's property. Now, if you guys remember back to episode four and five, we Olivia and I had talked about we went camping on our friend's property. Well, while we were out there, we started chopping down part of his woods or his property um, to clear a view for his tower that he has that overlooks the property, has a great scenic view. The only problem is it grew in years and years ago it didn't grow in any time soon because there's trees that are easily 40 years old out there Mm. and uh so we're out there chopping down trees all day hauling them out of the way and i have to say olivia you are gonna love the view yeah we have done so i'm telling you you saw it and all we did and that was that weekend that we did work and it looked night and day guys must have firewood for days oh my god they have so much firewood it's (laughs) i have enough wood to build a new log cabin on the oh yes for sure we've chopped down so many trees over there and uh yeah we had a six seven man crew out there wow. we were going at it it's a hot day to be chopping oh, you know it wasn't too bad though we kept some of the, the big woods. trees yeah. and cleared all the little stuff yeah. and we kept Saving the big for ones us. for shade yeah, yeah so but uh i'm telling you we're gonna take some photos for you guys we're gonna be going camping again in august and we're gonna take some photos i think i have a before photo of the tower okay and i'm telling you it's gonna blow your mind the difference like can't it is, wait for my mind to be blown it actually you can't even i didn't even recognize it it's just it's very weird but all right so uh i think the next that that wraps up kind of i haven't had too too many exciting things going on I so feel you. um so I think we should roll into our book review. It's that yeah, time of the month. that time, everybody. Episode so. 8. Can you believe we've made it? So our book that we read was called This Mortal Coil, in case you've forgotten. It's by Emily Suvada. And the, like, one-sentence review is basically, like, this, this world has got some sort of virus which is a not really reminiscent of our current times, but if you want to think of it that way, you can. Anyways, <laughs> there, there's a vaccine available, but it's it's hidden, and some some DNA has to be hacked in order to get it, and so it's all about this girl who essentially needs to find the vaccine in order to cure everybody, and it's about her journey. Um, Overall, I thought it was a good book. I loved this I, book. I liked it much better than the last book that we read. Which was, 
the book by the Fight Club author. That's all I remember. <laughs> Damn. Damned. Yes, Damned by <laughs> Nick Palachuk. Um, but I'm also, I just love a good, a good young adult sci-fi oh, book. It's <laughs> like, so got the perfect a, amount of love. <laughs> there is a young, there is a good romance in it, I suppose. <laughs> but... So it was an interesting book overall because I thought it was very reminiscent of today's day Did and you? age. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. there's some terrible virus taking over the world. Yeah. Well, I guess in this book it already took it over. Yeah, yeah, like um, hardcore. The, the Hydra virus. Yeah. Which is a terrifying name. Yeah. In and of itself, yeah, it causes people to like explode in a red mist yeah. and stuff. It's crazy. Um, but they had an awesome plot twist at then. Yeah. I would say for four, was it 415 pages, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty long book. On the money. Um, I would say it was a solid, I'll give it a four out of five stars. Okay. Um, I thought it was a really good book, but I'm personally not a big fan of the young romance. <laughs> um, I'm like, I, I don't know. It's just a little... Mm. I, 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 just, I don't get into it. It's not my thing. Not deep enough. It's, not passionate enough. Exactly. It seems like such a weird tangential storyline to have. Mm. It's like a subplot to you the main plot. You need that, though. If the book doesn't have a romance line, why are you reading the book? For people to explode into pink mist from a hydrovirus. Nah, every book's got it. All it's right. like life. Everybody has a little romance in their life. Might not you know, be the, look, the whole story. Look, if I story, need but... romance, I'm going to go read a James Bond novel, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. Got all the romance in there. Anyways, this was also <laughs> a trilogy, so I think I'm going to stop in in my local library and see if they have the, the next two. But That was um, a good idea. I think I might just buy it because we already really? bought the first one. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know if I loved it enough to buy the next two. but So what did you think about the book, though? I, I really liked it. I'd probably five. give it out of five. I'd probably also give it a four out of five. Yeah. Um, definitely not a five out of five. Um, no, it was lacking in certain areas. I think they could have... Uh, done a little more character development, like... Yeah. Early on in the characters' lives. So I felt like I was plugging in holes for the characters, and then I found out more about them later. That, and they dropped a couple of characters that were mm. early in the story yeah. that they would occasionally bring up, even though we had no new information about them. Yeah. But overall, it was a good book. Yeah. Well worth the, uh, what was it, 12 bucks? I think we got it for? Yeah, something. Twelve ninety nine. Yeah. in the U.S. So well worth the twelve ninety nine, guys. Um, definitely a read for people, teenagers, 20s. Maybe early 30s. 27. You got yeah. it. Just read it. <laughs> um, but we already have picked out our new book, and this is going to be called A Witch in Time by Constance Sayers. And I don't really remember what the book's about. I think this witch lives like so, a time traveler. I got you guys. I remember what right, it's about. Good. So it is a story about someone who is immortal. Um, if you guys have watched the Hitchcock um I believe it's Hitchcock it, with Will Smith when he's the superhero, but he doesn't know, but he's like a bum. Um, but anyway, basically you have two people who are continuously attracted to each other throughout time and they keep being reincarnated over and over and over and finding each other. And uh, I mean, the the story doesn't really give Look us more this than romantic that, that Frankie so. is. No, not romantic. Get out of here. But I think it'll be a pretty good book, guys. Uh, it certainly uh, looks like a good book already. It's if you got judge. those ragged pages on the inside, <laughs> so you know it's like it's gonna be raw. Yeah. The other thing I think it is too is the fact that it has a good book cover. 
The only thing I don't like about it is that it's hard covered and that makes it what? difficult to like, like this, you can like swoop the pages around. Oh my God. You're is that like book? a cardinal saying? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Who does that to a book? Me. You, that is horrible. Please. So much easier. Please never way. do that in front of me again. My <laughs> God. I couldn't figure out why the binding on that did was so Did you notice folded. all the pages at the bottom that were wet from yes. when I was at the beach? <laughs> yes, I did. I noticed the book was soaked. I noticed that it was it bent in a soaked. funny way. There are a couple pages couple, of a little all the pages. texture. For the record, guys, <laughs> Olivia is not to be trusted with valuable books. My God. <laughs> this book was twelve ninety nine. So, <laughs> um, But the Anyways. next book is definitely uh, looking up like it's going to be pretty good. We'll keep so posted. we'll get with you guys in four weeks, I would say. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Well, we're announcing at episode eight, so episode 12, 12. is yeah. when we'll do our review on it. Yep. Um, but maybe you want to read a book yourself. Or maybe you want to listen to a book yourself. Because <laughs> who's got time to read these days? Well, you're in luck. <laughs> we have a free Audible book for you. You're going to go to Audible Trial slash Dr. and Dork. Did you find out, was it the regular slash or the backslash? So it is actually a backslash. Okay. But it, yeah, it is audibletrial.com backslash doctor and dork just the words doctor and dork no thes in there we'll also tag this on all of our stuff mm. but that's right guys we got our first sponsor so <laughs> sort of. that is our very unhumble brag right there <laughs> i'm just saying this is a big moment for us so we're we couldn't be happier to be here support and, your your friendly podcast so if you guys sign on for 30 days uh it's a free trial for 30 days and you get one book out of it um, I highly recommend Audible. I use them through my work all the What's time. What's been one of the best books you've listened to so far? Um, I would say my best recommendation would be uh, Jordan Peterson's uh, Twelve Rules for Life. Gonna pick that one. Um, but for all, if you're looking for something relaxing to listen to, uh, Jurassic Park mm, took like me that. by surprise. <laughs> that was an amazing. I don't think book. that's really a relaxing to listen. Oh my god! Don't it get was a little stressed out. Honestly, it was such a thriller. Oh my god, it was so suspense. It was I don't nothing think you can like say the movie. Relaxing and thriller at the same time. Oh god, that's like people who watch horror movies, you know. But all right, guys. So that's <laughs> that's our big news is we actually have an Audible account sponsor now. So that's really cool. Um, we can't wait to come with, to you guys with more uh, sponsorships as we get them. Um, we'll start kind of developing a little ad block, I guess, either at the beginning or the end, because I think it throws us off doing it in the middle. You think so? You don't think this is good right now? I think we're doing good. Okay. I think we're handling it good, but I think we could do better. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right. yeah that's right, guys. We're striving to do better all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but all right, I think we're going to roll right into... Uh, that's our, our ad, so I think we're going to roll right into uh, the dork so section. awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you know somebody's going to get a laugh out of it. So I'm going to roll into my little dork section here. Oh, boy. So, it says little... He's got like 10 bullet points. Oh my god. I have like three bullet points here, guys. <laughs> this is going to be a short episode, I think. Literally, somebody write down how many episodes <laughs> he said that for. Oh my god. We're only at 19. This minutes. one might actually good. be short. All right. <laughs> let me get moving here. All right. So, guys, down in Mexico, they have found... This is off my little technical rants that I do. But down in Mexico, they found a cave that has tools that they backdated to 30,000 years old. Now, uh, there are 
there have been theories out there that there have been people on this continent for older than they originally thought of like because they were thinking 10,000 years ago is about when people showed up in the Americas. Yeah. And now they have evidence that there's tools dating back to 30,000. Do you think it's humans or do you think it's, you know, the I, aliens? No, I think it was people because they were pretty simplistic tools. And Screwdriver, uh, hammer. There is a gentleman that has uh, a very big say in this stuff. I cannot think of his name. Is it not Graham Hancock? I'm not going to know the answer um, to this. John Hancock? No, 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 no. <laughs> Give me one second here. I will think of his name. Graham. Alexander um, Graham. Didn't he make the telephone? No. Oh, God. Well, I'm not thinking. I think it is Graham Hancock. Yes, it is. I'm sorry, guys. I'm drawing on, but... Needless to say, really cool that we're finding stuff more about our history that's that old. Um, next, I have Bill and Ted 3. For those of you who grew up in the 90s, Bill and Ted was a cool sci-fi movie where they traveled to get their book report done. And then they did another thing where they traveled to do something else like make music. Um, but they're coming out with Bill and Ted 3, which uh, if you're a Keanu Reeves fan, there you go. You'll know what the movie is. That's slotted to come out September 1st. And my last thing I have is... Wow, this is a real quick segment. Yeah. No, this really is... Reason through these. Usually I really, you get sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have a lot to say this All week. Right, it's been... Uh, the, the, the world has been, um, I guess, pretty... I don't want to say quiet, but nothing outstanding that's really caught my eye. I'm okay. sure there are outstanding things going on out there. Yeah. But I just haven't seen them. Okay. Um, the last thing that I think is cool is the Corning Gorilla Glass. If you guys don't know who they are, I'm just learning out about them. But they do the glass for our iPhones and our Androids. Now, they are making a new glass for this fall that is twice as scratch-resistant as the 2018 version they had that basically all of us are walking around you with. You know, I gotta say, though, like, I, I've broken my screen before. But I don't think I've ever scratched my screen. That's what I'm saying. So, so why don't they just come up with a screen that doesn't crack? Well, it's scratch slash crack proof up to 12 falls from one meter high. I bet it's got to land a certain way in order well, for I'm sure it does. But why don't it they is... just use plastic instead of glass? I don't know. Do I look like I work for Corning? I they, think uh... you're reporting this news story. <laughs> I thought you'd know about it. No, I would not know. So uh, I don't know why they use right. gl- uh, glass instead of plastic. I bet it has plastic, something to do but... with detecting your finger. It probably also has something to do with, I'm willing to bet the glass is actually sturdier than yeah. the plastic. I bet plastic is way more scratchable than it is breakable. Mm, that's whereas true. glass is harder to scratch, but you know, not as hard to break. All right, I'm willing to bite. So, and I bet more scratches happen than breaks. I'm willing yeah. to bet your, your screen gets more scratches for sure. All right. I can't tell you how often I throw my keys and my phone into the same pocket. Yeah, and have you ever scratched it? Uh, never. no, no, never. And I'm always constantly worried I'm going to scratch the hell out of it because I'm like... So what an odd thing to advertise, that it's going to be more scratch resistant. But hey, it's coming out for this fall, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm interested to it's, see what it brings. I would love to just get a hold of some of it and just seeing how much I can push it. They get a diamond break. against it yeah. and just start just, dragging just it. Just start hitting it with a hammer and stuff and just taking yeah. digs out of it. 
But all right, I'm going to let Olivia take us away here and wrap this podcast up. I told all you guys right. it was going to be short. <laughs> I don't have anything too exciting this week either. Um, some like quick things to note. The FDA has now recalled up to 90 hand sanitizers. So Whoa. be careful for all you guys out there. What are they recalling <laughs> using, them for? Um, the use of undeclared methanol as opposed to the... What are they correct. supposed to use? Ethanol? Ethanol, yeah. What's methanol? Um, I <laughs> not good. It's gonna be toxic if toxic if it's absorbed through your skin too well. Oh. Um, so just you know, not to give any ads out, but I'd probably stick to your Germex and Perel. You know, they stand the test of time, so you can probably feel. They have been that. poisoning people <laughs> with their backyard concoctions. You know what it is? I think a lot of breweries started making hand sanitizer. Yeah, but even them, I don't think they're using methanol. I want to know who these, drinking methanol. We got to look up who these brands are because I'm real interested to know yeah. who's rolling I out toxic hand sanitizer. Advertising essential oils. But that's just a personal <laughs> <Harsh>. guess. <laughs> um, the next thing I'd like to say is I'm a little bit behind the times on this one, but I had mentioned the whole ranitidine and some other drugs getting recalled for the presence of NDMA. And I found out that not only was ranitidine or Zantac in particular recalled, but it was fully withdrawn from the market. Um, I had made a note that Valisher had came out with this video claiming that ranitidine was creating this toxic chemical, but it turns out that might actually be the case, but it still doesn't explain why it's showing up in so many of these other drugs. And, you know, I'm a pharmacist, so I don't want to say that, you know, pharma's out to get us, but it's really, it's very odd that this is happening. So I would just like some answers. If anybody knows any answers to that, would love to know more. So they recall that, and that's all the blood pressure medications. That right? one was for heartburn. Oh, heartburn. Um, okay. So instead of using ranitidine, the next most <clears throat> famous one is probably famotidine. Um, and so far, that one's been on the clear. So if you got hmm. heartburn, go for that. Um, but at the pharmacist and me, if you're going to use over two weeks of an OTC um, heartburn medication, you should then go to your doctor because you could have a more serious issue. Anyways, what I really wanted to talk about this week was. Um, <laughs> The FDA put a new, like, warning or news update on their site saying that if you're a doctor prescribing opioids, you should also consider prescribing or at least telling your patients about naloxone or Narcan. This is kind of like a little late to the party recommendation, I feel. Um, Naloxone's been out for a while now. So this is like the... What's that? It's the reversal. You can shoot up somebody's nose. I mean, they have injections too, but the layman can just shoot it up somebody's nose if they have an opioid overdose. Oh, oh, okay. Um, so if you find somebody on the street that stopped breathing, or if you, maybe your old granny just started taking oxycodone for her hip pain or something, um, you want to have it on hand just in case maybe she takes it too much. She forgot she just took a dose, she took another dose, and now she's breathing really slow or she isn't responding. Um, so they're recommending that, and the pharmacist in me wants to tell you, you can actually get this at any pharmacy without a prescription. Um, so you can go up to your pharmacy. Most insurances will cover it so that it's less than 20 bucks. If your insurance doesn't cover it, most stores are going to have some sort of coupon code that you can get it with. Um, so yeah, I think that's just something to be really aware of. And this um, is the stuff that reverses, uh, opioids, right? Yeah. So basically okay. usually the opioid binds to a receptor and this comes in and like competes for that receptor and says, opioid, get off my spot. And then it binds there. So for a moment in time you don't have that oxycodone, heroin, methadone, whatever opioid it is that you're taking. Okay, so that's so 
And it doesn't give you a counter high or anything like that? <laughs> no. In fact, the biggest <clears throat> thing that they warn you, probably less so in like your grandma and more so in your addict, is that the person's going to be really agitated when you give it to them because they're going to go from being on cloud nine, best high of their life, to completely sober. Um, it's going to be a lot for their body to handle. Usually they throw up, so if you're going to give it, they tell you to administer it up the nose, turn the person on their side in case they start throwing up, and then call 911 because these... Um, the Narcan usually only works for an hour up to two hours if you're lucky. Um, and by then, some opioids are still circling around the blood, and so it might actually start binding again. So you want to get oh, them geez. in the hospital where they can do what they need to do or even make a full-on bag of an infusion to run over time. I never knew how that stuff worked. So Yeah, it's pretty it's nifty. Narcan is what it's called, though? Narcan, yep. Okay. Oh, can. Um, okay, Narcan. Narcan. Yeah, and there's really not any known side effects. So even if you see somebody who's down or you're not sure um, if Granny's out because her blood pressure is lower because she took too much of her oxycodone, it's not going to hurt to give that a shot and see what's happening. No, that's good to know, though. I just use that example because everybody just assumes they, it's, it's only for heroin addicts. And you know what? I say even if that is all it was for, it's still a valuable thing. So That's oh, good to know. All right. But that's that's my plug today. It's all the FDA really had for me. I don't have anything. I've only got blood clotting things going on in my research life, which I think is far less interesting. But uh, I think that's all we got. So let's go down the list group, shall we? Check us out on Podbean. Go to Spotify. <laughs> go to Apple iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us a comment. Um, subscribe. YouTube. Yep, go to subscribe YouTube. on YouTube. I haven't checked YouTube recently, actually. Um, go to our Instagram. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a tag. And, I think that's uh, it. What else you got? I think that's enough of selling us out. <laughs> all right. Um, so we will see you guys next week. I hope you have a good week. And uh, we'll talk to you then, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone.